Welcome back to the D'Arville Warriors postgame show. It's the quarterback Jeremy Forehand riding shotgun here with my middle linebacker, Mr. Kevin Roberts, heading home to the coast from Bassfield. Final score, Jefferson Davis County 35, D'Arville 34. The Warriors went for it. Uh, two-pointer in, oh, in the first overtime and was stuffed in the backfield. Uh, it's two weeks straight. We went for two to win the game and didn't make it. Uh, very back-and-forth game. Very similar to last week's game. Uh, basically minus the nine second-half touchdowns like last week, you know, but basically the second, same as last week. Uh, tough, tough Tough way to finish two weeks straight for the Warriors. Uh, Got to be happy with how they played, how the effort's been. You know, no no down in the dumps type attitudes. They've been moving forward the whole time. Uh, what else you want to add to that on that, Kevin? Well, it's what you said. They um, The Warriors came out. The breaks kind of went against them early. Jeff Davis County got out there, scored for seven to nothing. Warriors come down. They get a drive, they score, but they miss extra points. They're down seven six, but then they they flip the script, man. They get they make a stop on defense. They get the ball, they score, take the lead. And then it was kind of a seesaw battle back and forth of two two very similar teams, two programs that are really good, two programs that have won state titles, two programs that are used to winning more times than they are losing. Um, you know, it was it was a great game. Like you said, there were there were fewer mistakes than there were last week. Weather played weather played a part this week. It was uh, it was raining most of the game. Some points it was raining really bad. Um, I expected the Iberville to come in with more of a power running attack and uh, and Jeff Davis to try to get on the edges. No one really got to the edges tonight. When when a team got to the edge, it was where you had an inside run that kind of had to bounce to the outside. Um, gaps were being filled inside out the way you're supposed to do it and, and it would bounce outside and, you, and somebody missed force contain and and there we go but you know a couple big plays but for the most part you had you had really solid drives from um, from two really good offenses uh, second week in the row I was I was disappointed with the defense they played better this week they they picked it up a little bit but you can't give up 34 points and expect, excuse me, 35 points and expect to win a lot of games. That that hurt us in the long run. No quitting these Warriors. They've um, they have been down. They've come from behind. They they played for keeps. It, it's everything you want your team to do. We we just haven't executed to the point where we could have beaten these two these two really good teams here at the. Uh, you know, at the very end of the game. L losing in mm -hmm. overtime, this week it was a, you know, last week it was a stuff. This week it was more of a, um, you know, they had a linebacker look like he kind of cut through. They might have slanted their slanted their uh, D line too. And but got linebacker got in there and like just lassoed up them legs. And, you know, just, um, I, I believe my call on that play said it just right. Well, crap. And that's just the way that play went. And, it, and it's bad because it doesn't uh, that play didn't surmise the way the Warriors played tonight overall. No, like you said, the defense played a lot better this game. They and, did. And they facets. The I mean, they really did. We had a had a big pick six there to put yeah. us up uh, in the fourth quarter. But, had a fourth down stuff uh, yeah, right before, before halftime. Half yeah. 
So they had their they had their moments, but it wasn't consistent. It wasn't consistent yes, and sir. not able to put it together uh, for a, a whole, full four quarters just yet. Um, you know, I still love what they've been doing on offense. They're pounding you with the ball, mixing in their passes where they at. Gage had a really good game. You know, this he had was, this he was had Gage's a, best game. This, this was, was his best game. He had some really good throws. He had a couple that he probably would rather take back, but it didn't cost the team. You know, um, I think there was a few calls that didn't go against, that didn't go for us, that went against us. That you know, we had a fumble late in the game that they said was a fumble. Uh, yeah. it, it looked like he had ground caused the fumble, but you know, you got to hold on to it near the end zone. It's hard to tell line. from where we were, but. Uh, all in all, like I said, we're two points from being, we're two two-point conversions from being three and zero, which is right. not what I would have expected coming into this. No, no, no. These first four games, when I saw them laid out preseason, I was happy if we won one, I'm, if I'm, not two, on them, and I'm tickled pink with where we are right now. On the record, we're about where I expected us to be with the lack of experience we brought back. On the field. We're so much further ahead of where I thought this team would be, where I thought this program would be. And that's no knock against Coach Lagner and his staff. It's just the fact that you had two really good classes ahead of these kids. These kids, these starters this year, have never had reps. This, you know, Friday Night Lights is new to them. These were Monday Night Warriors. And, and they have stepped up to the plate. They have played ball. But what happens is when you have three classes ahead of you that only lose six games in those three years and make it to the playoffs every year. When you have that kind of talent, that's who these kids have practiced against every year of their football career. Once they get to the high school, that's who they practice against and that makes them better. You know, iron sharpens iron and it happens on a football field exponentially. You get better playing against that kind of kid every day, getting those kinds of reps. That's where it happens. People talk about, um, game adjustments and you do you make adjustments you make adjustments on the sideline you make adjustments at halftime you win football games best coaching is done sunday film saturday film sunday film and then monday through thursday that's when you win football games that's when the real coaching is done and so far these coaches have done a great job with that we're so far ahead of where i thought we'd be now huge huge challenge this week with picky We've had trouble stopping the run, and Picayune has had no bit of trouble running the football. So we got, you know, we got to come to work this week with lunch pail mentality and get out there and be ready to play a physical football team because that's their culture. That's what they're going to do no matter what. They're going to come run the football, and they're going to run it right at you, and you know it. They're going to come with that power. They're going to come back with that trap, and they're going to run it to you and run it to you and run it to you, and then they're going to throw over the top on you once you commit everything to that run. And you you got to be ready for that. You got to be patient, but you got to be doing your job, and you got to execute. And, and so far, we haven't really executed the way we need to. Might sound like coach speak, but you go back and you watch the film. You watch these last two weeks. That's that's where we're at. A few more executions, and we two or three more plays tonight, we win this football game. Two or three more plays last week, we win the football game. You get a good uh, backside block tonight. That linebacker doesn't get through. You know, K-Rod gets around the edge and we score on that two-point conversion. And this is a totally different conversation on the ride home. So uh, that's where we're at. I I'm pleased with where the team is. No, you're not happy with losing. That sucks. But I'm pleased with where this team is. I saw them coming out of the locker room. I didn't see it. 
they were disappointed losing, but I didn't see their heads down. I didn't see that negative body language that you see sometimes when teams lose two heartbreaking games like this. What did concern me is it looks like we're starting to get a little bit beat up, and, and that's a common thing for a team three three weeks into a season. So I, I'm, I'm concerned with that. I, I am kind of concerned with that. I'm sure the coaches will be aware of that, and practice will be modified, and we'll, we'll get those guys in the training room and, and get them looked at and worked on and, and next man up mentality, and, and you adjust and you do that because other people are banged up too. But that's my really concern. Uh, what kind of adjustments can we make this week in practice? What kind of uh, execution improvements can we make this week in practice? And then how healthy are we at this point in the season? Those, those are my big three questions going forward for the Warriors. Hey, y'all heard it straight from the middle linebacker. He's the play-by-play -play man for the Warriors. Uh, we'll come back. Kevin gave you a little bit of taste of the, the next week's game. Uh, we'll be back with you in a minute. We're going to try to fit in some interviews as well. It's all going to depend how things are once we get back to town. Um, just hang tight, folks. We'll get to you here in a minute. If you're looking for that special bottle of wine for that romantic dinner, all the ingredients to make cocktails for the best party ever, or just want something cold to drink during tailgating and football season, stop by Dane's Liquor and Wines. They have many selections of fine wines and spirits, and they're located at 10394 the Iberville Boulevard, Suite 8, or give them a call at 228-207-0528. Before next week's game, go by Quave Brothers Po'boys and get yourself a pot roast and gravy po'boy or a good old shrimp po'boy dressed and pressed, whatever you're quaving. Quave Brothers will take care of you. They are located at 102-71 D'Auberville Boulevard or give them a call at 228-392-8683 to place your order today. Sitting there with Coach Josh Ladner. Uh, Coach, another, another nail biter that would come on the wrong side, come out on the wrong side of, uh, it's tough. I know, I know it's, I know it's tough on y'all. What, what do you? How do you think the kids have handled it so far, and uh, coaches have handled it? And what do you think? Uh, can you pinpoint things that need to be improved in order to just get us over that hump just a little bit? Yeah, I think um, I think we all agree um, we need to be better at tackling. We got to line up a little bit better on defense um, and uh, offensively. You know, I think we played okay, um, but but we can even do better there. You know, we uh, we we still turn the ball over I think three times and, and uh, kick off a turn cost us on that. We made some stupid, some very boneheaded decisions. We scored I think on a seventy-yard run and and, um, and blocked behind the ball. Got it called back. That would have been the difference in the game. We fumbled late going into the end zone but I, I you know I think that if the kids keep fighting the way that they're fighting and responding the way that they've responded the last few weeks I think that um, I think when our body of work in the season is done we'll we'll have I think given a good product out there um, we're two points from being undefeated yeah that's what we were just talking yeah, about uh, that a minute ago you know two points from being undefeated and, and we have one of the toughest schedules in the state uh, but it's no excuse. I mean, we, we should have won, could have won, and um, we're going to go back on every mistake that we made 
and um, and correct it. I, I have no doubt as far as responding uh, to your question, you said how are we gonna respond? I believe in our kids and I believe they'll respond uh, positively. I think they'll go home, rest, think it over and come back and, and we'll go back to work like we always do. And um, as far as our coaches, I have no doubt there. I have a great coaching staff and we're gonna scour it and, and, um, and figure out how we can keep this from happening again. Yeah, it's uh, I I love the the like I said we've talked about in the first first three weeks entire you know on the broadcast, no give up, no down in the dumps, no pity me, none of that. The entire team, one end to the other, seems like uh, that's how it's been. I'm happy to I'm proud to see that. Um, me too. You know, we got another tough one going forward next week. I mean, it's we easy. just played the. Yeah. Defending 3A champs. Now we'll go play the defending 5A champs. Yeah. First of all, before we get to that, how do you feel the guys played along with that being first road game as opposed to playing at home? Uh, I thought they, I thought they handled it well. Given that, not just that, but the elements. Uh, that's a very tough place to play. You know, I mean, the sideline is so crammed. Um, I mean, they, the fence is probably three feet from the from the end of the end zone. Um, and then, a, a, and then with the weather and the wet environment, it was just a, a, another thing that they had to tackle. But I thought they nobody complained, nobody even brought it up. You know, I mean, our kids just uh, went into it and, and were mentally tough. We just gave up uh, that quick touchdown early. After that, our defense kind of settled in a little bit. I, they gave up seven points every single quarter and overtime. So it was like it was kind of spread out. There was never, you know, any one you know particular quarter where they dominated it was really just and they forced us to throw the ball which we we sh we proved tonight that we obviously could and we threw for 253 which is i can't remember last time we threw for over 250 i'd have to really dig back some years yeah um, but but gage plays hard out i thought gage really grew up as a leader tonight everything happens for a reason you know and last two weeks we've, we've lost these tight ball games um you know, and, and I, I think we, as a team, have had to grow up really fast. Yeah. And, um, and, and gain some experience. And I think that, uh, I think it'll show that we're, and it'll prove to, um, to help galvanize us. At least I hope that does. And, um, and, and I think harden us for the rest of the season and prepare us for the district that we're about to face, which really ultimately, I'm, I want to win every ball game, but what really matters is district how we place their playoffs um, and all that. So um, I, I hate that we lost tonight. I hate it, but we, we just have to gain what we can from it and learn and get better. Yeah, this uh, it was tough, tough elements for sure. And uh, you know, Gage, Gage played his butt off. Uh, I felt like the defense played a. Uh, uh, Played a better game than the score may indicate. You know they had their they had a few plays here, a few hiccups here and there. But I mean, mm -hmm. you had the pick six, you had the fourth down stop before halftime. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think that's a good momentum boost going forward on the defense. I know Malcolm's had a you know had a great play, had a good game last week, another good play this week. Uh, I like that the defense is getting better week by week and. Uh, Hopefully that'll help out. Same with you going going forward the rest of the season. But tough road trip next week. Pick you in. We know they're going to run the ball. We know they're going to pound us. Mm -hmm. 
it's just a matter of uh, you know what we can do to uh, alleviate that and uh, you know work forward through it. They're not they're not you know we talked about on the way home. It's not like they're blowing people out. You know they're but they're almost just. They're just doing an anaconda. They're just steadily squeezing you little by little until you ain't got no more to give, you know? That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, PQ, man, it's a, it's a very consistent program. Um, they're probably the best they've been in a long, long time. And um, and I expect our, our kids to stand up and fight back and expect it to be another close ball game that hopefully we can squeeze out in the end uh, before before we head off in the district. But... Um, but yeah, tough picking him is going to be, um, you know, another tough ball game. You know, but we knew it. You know, this is not a surprise. We're not, we're not scared. We're not shaking in our boots. We're just going to go to work and try our best to beat them, and, and just like we do each and every week. So I, I believe our kids will. How are we how are we sitting on the injury front? Has that started to rear its ugly head? Uh, a few guys. Uh, so just a uh, few dings up. Anything major? One of my receivers, Braylon. Uh, might be bruised ribs. Hopefully, it's nothing serious. Um, he got hit a couple times um, on some passes, and uh, the other one is London, one of our running backs. His, his shoulders kind of dinged up, but hopefully, again, that's not anything serious. But we'll find out more tomorrow. So, um, just you know, yeah, we we've got a few, but uh, but you know, we we'll be okay. We're resilient. We, we got some guys that can step up. And, Next um, man up mentality. Yes, you have to. I hate to say that. Like, it's like they don't, like the kids that got hurt don't matter. Yeah. But, uh, but they, they do too. But, uh, but I, I, I'm praying that it's not anything serious on any of them and they can all be back next week. So. Well, appreciate the time as always. And, uh, Thank you, good luck next week. We'll, we'll be there right there with you. Coach. I know you will. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Commitment to community is a core value at High Tide Plumbing, LLC. Travis Curtis, owner and master plumber, is a proud alum of the Iberville High School and the Warrior football program. Travis is honored to give back to the community that gave him so much growing up. Call High Tide Plumbing at 601-466-9904 today to talk to a plumbing technician about your upcoming project. High Tide Plumbing, LLC, a proud community sponsor of the Iberville football. Go Warriors! Hey, did you know that Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers is the fastest growing dealership on the coast? They have been serving the Gulf Coast for almost a decade with quality pre-owned vehicles. Their customer service starts when you drive into the lot and continues long after the sale is final. They have financing options that are guaranteed to get you into a vehicle that fits your needs and a price that fits your budget. They have two locations to serve you at 10276 Rodriguez Street in Diaberville. And that phone number is 228-641-4798. Also 11477 Highway 49 in Gulfport. And that phone number is 228-875-5556. Just remember, good credit, bad credit, or funky credit you're always approved at Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers. Sweatman Security Service has been serving Mississippi and Lower Alabama for more than 45 years. Sweatman Security's mission is to enhance the success of all their clients by providing superior security with the highest degree of integrity and responsiveness. Sweatman Security strives to be the best in every aspect of their business by fostering a culture of trust, 
teamwork, responsibility, and high expectations. For all your security needs, call Sweatman Security Service at 228-374-4528 or stop by their location at 180 Delaney Street, Biloxi. Hey folks, we're back here with the Diarrowville Warriors post-game show on Talking Ball, y'all. Uh, next week, the Warriors head to Big Hume to face the Maroon Tide. Uh, we played them last year. It was a 27-7 victory over the Warriors by the Warriors. Uh, Big Hume is the reigning and defending 5A state champions. I expect them to come out for blood due to the fact that that was their lone loss on the season last year was at Warrior Stadium. Um, they have a couple a stable of running backs, you know, starting at the top with Dante Dowdell, the uh, Oregon commit, and also Chris Davis, the junior, whose birthday is on the 9th. Shout out to all those guys who have birthdays on September the 9th. Wink, wink. Happy birthday to you. But, uh, that, you know, Pigeon. Hard nose, running team, Cody Stogner, right in that line with Don Lee. He knows how to coach. He wins his, uh, you know, I think that was his first season last year. First, if not second season, that he wins the state title. But uh, Big Yoon also has nine defense, nine starters coming back on defense that allowed 18.3 points last year. So. It's a it's a very uphill battle to say the least when the Warriors travel, up, you know, on the road again to, to pick you in next week. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking that we're out of the you know we've heard the the saying out of the frying pan into the fire, and that's exactly what's going on. Nothing against JDC; they're a great football team, but we're about to play a better football team next week. You said it. Picayune lost one game last year, and it was a. You know, the Warriors put a little stink on it, and the Picayune's not used to that. I, I'll go ahead and tell you, they just, um, anytime I want to upset my brother-in-law, I point out that, you know, he's a Picayune guy, I point out that I never lost to him in high school, and that upsets him. Of course, he'll point out a couple times that they beat me since then in my coaching career. Picayune's not used to losing football. That's just, that, that's one of those things, that's who they are, and they're very proud of that, about that, and they should be. They've had a lot of success. They're going to uh, they're going to pound us. They're going to hit us. They're uh, they're not really blowing people out, but what they are doing is kind of I call it an anaconda type offense. They're going they're going block down, block down, gap down, pull, kick out. They're going to try to take your C gap on your defense and push it down all the way to your A gap. And here they come, kick somebody out. They're going quarterback's going to toss it. And he's going to lead up in the hole, and here comes the rest of the offense and. And once you start overloading for that, then they're going to come back there and hit you with the trap. And it's what Picayune's always done. And they're going to mix it up more than that. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of times you can see what they're about to do, and it doesn't matter. They're so daggum good at doing it, and they've been doing it so daggum long that you, your kids just have a hard time stopping it. I have seen defensive worn down just mentally and daggum spiritually. They got beat. You're getting hit so many times. By the end of the game, you, you don't have any fight left in you. So we've bragged on these Warrior teams about the, the fight they have in them and how even though in losing efforts they have gone up there and they've kept fighting, they've kept working, they've kept digging and coming back, all that's going to be put to the test next week. Every bit of that. We think we've been tested so far. Nothing's going to test us this season so far the way that Picayune will next week when we roll into town at War Memorial Stadium. They're not used to losing there. That's past Cagoula. 
I'm sorry, Picayune's. Um, I don't remember. Roll Tide Stadium, man. Giddy up. They're not used to losing there, and they're going to come out. They're going to hit us in the mouth. So I expect that defensively, you know, they're going to gap eight and, and and man cover you and, and do what they do. And they're going to try to beat you. Um, you know, they're going to bend but not break, and they're going to expect to score more points than you. That's part of their their best defense is the way their offense hold on, holds on to the ball and wears your defense down. Yeah, it's all, to quote. I don't know the quote exactly. I'm probably going to butcher it by saying this, but Do it, man. the old Herman Boone quote from like Novocaine, like Novocaine, you know, that's how the Picayune defense offense is. It, it really is, and that's a good, that's a good comparison. That that's what they're going to do. Um, you you get a win over Picayune, you brag on it. You put a feather in your hat, and 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 you roll to town with it because that's you, you've done something special. Picayune's one, also one of the teams throughout the Warrior history that the Warriors have a losing record against. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, in my three years at D'Iberville, we beat them once. And uh, that was tough. My God, that was tough. And they were kind of down to that point. Uh, they had some injuries and stuff, and we jumped on them. We, uh, they got one at Warrior Stadium where we didn't expect to be in it, but our Warriors were fighting hard. But the same thing I talked about a minute ago, man, they busted one long trap, and they had uh, – one DB sucked up and they threw over the top and I think they beat us 21 to 7 or 21 10 14 something something like that and that's just that's the way they do it they're, if, if picking was a boxer they're generally gonna outpoint you but I'm gonna say this you better be able to stop them because they're not gonna pull the dogs off of you I'm they're gonna they're gonna come after you looking looking through the uh, the old Billy forehand uh, statute the history books uh, this will be matchup number 26 between the Maroon Tide and the Warriors. Warriors are 11 and 14 against Big Yoon. I know I'm a, I know I'm one of those losses. They came to our house on, on my senior year and beat us on homecoming. So, you know, it, it's it might not be a team that we play all the time. Here lately it has been, but not throughout history. Yeah. You know. And, well, we talked about that during our broadcast. Big Yoon, um, you know, the Abbeville late eight, late 2000s especially they, they played for a state title and they really started winning a lot when well, they bump up the 6a and they made the playoffs every year for about 10 years something like that it was a really great run they had a hard time scheduling out of conference games so they had to schedule picayune they had to schedule madison central they had to schedule uh at that point in time pascagoula had started playing some really top-notch ball when they weren't in our in our division we had to start playing these teams. We had to start looking for teams like JDC to come up here. Uh, why are we playing these teams that you see playing for state championships and other classifications? Because by God, nobody else would play us. So, so we got to brag on ourselves a little bit of that too. But we're in the same boat with them. They have a hard time picking up opponents. We have a hard time picking up opponents. So we all got to play each other and get after it. Um, a little trivia on me: when uh, my first game as a seventh grader was at Picayune, my first game as a tenth uh, grade varsity player was at Picayune my uh, the last game of my junior and senior years they were in our division then was against Picayune and uh, we won my junior year on overtime in overtime and um, they fumbled in an overtime and we went and kicked the field goal to win it and we didn't even run a play we just kicked it to, uh, to win and then the um, my last game my senior year was against Picayune uh, so they I, I mean I, I I think for somebody who didn't 
go to Picayune. I think I know them pretty well. I've seen a lot of them. And you know, that dates back 30 years, and yeah. they haven't changed a whole lot. No. That's what I'm saying. They had not changed. This is what they do. They're going to run at you very, I won't say macho about it, but th this is what we do. We're going to run the ball on you. You can't stop They're going to tell you what they're going to do, yeah. and then they're going to do it to you. Then they're going to try to do it to you. And it's, man, it is, uh, it'll just wear you out, man. It'll just break your heart and uh, tear you down. I'm going to add on to your stories. My story was from seventh and eighth grade. I don't remember exactly what your, what, what grade it was. We're playing at Picayune on Halloween night. Well, we're missing a kid all of a sudden. Well, this kid went ahead and walked around the neighborhood getting some Halloween candy while we're waiting on the eighth graders to finish playing. I've heard that story from one of your coaches back then. Sheldon Black was a coach on that team. And uh, he he turned around, he, he told the story about finding y'all out there trick-or-treating. Well, listen guys, we appreciate it as always. Right. One thing we gotta say before we go, Got to give a shout out and put your prayers up. Uh, we're missing one of our broadcast partners tonight. And, uh, you know, I don't know if any of you have ever had a ruptured hemorrhoid, but Black Matt has had a, that you know, it's, it's tough. And he didn't feel like he could sit for the whole ride up to JDC. So we're hoping that he'll be recovered and be able to make the trip to pick you with us next week. So keep Matt in your prayers. On that note, uh, we appreciate y'all tuning in. I'm hoping to catch up with Slick and Dave this week. And we're going to give you an even longer extended PQ and DRville preview. So hopefully we'll have get to that. And uh, thank you as always. Tune in, talking ball, y'all. The DRville Warriors postgame show. We'll talk to you later, guys. Thank you.